Hey everybody, welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I am your host, Austin Gerke, and for today's show, yes, it is Friday. That means it is Prediction Friday for those that are new to the show. All I do for the Friday editions of this episode, of this fine podcast is to give you picks galore. Not a whole lot of news, not a whole lot of, not too much opinion anyway. The only opinion I'd give is if you... If I do recaps or any of the headlines. So not too much. As far as today goes, let's go ahead and jump right into it. You got game four of the NBA Finals. I do... I know. I was wrong. Okay? I was wrong. I didn't think Draymond would only give you two points. You know, even though Steph did his, Clay got his 25, Jordan Poole didn't really give you 15 all I'm saying for the Warriors to have a chance to at least end this series in six. Now, if they do lose tonight, this series could be over. And I'm not saying Boston will win. I am going to take Golden State. If I had to go with the score, uh, be let's make this because Boston wants to keep this very low scoring and. By the modern NBA standard, that really means keep it under a buck fifteen. But oh, maybe if I had to go with the score right now, one hundred eight to one hundred two. If this, if Game Four ends up being, let's say, like ninety to eighty four, then. Good God, then Boston might win this thing. But I'm going to go with Golden State to please tie up this series of two games apiece, force a game six, which would, by the way, be next Thursday. You got game five on Monday and then game six on Thursday. But if it's got to happen, it's got to happen if the, the Warriors have to win this. But in order for them to do it, you got to get more than two points out of Draymond. You gotta get at least fifteen to twenty points out of Jordan Poole, and you need Steph and Clay. I mean, Steph has been the more consistent one so far this series, but Clay Thompson has to be the game six Clay. Maybe, you know, it's not game six yet, but you gotta do what you did in game three. You gotta at least get twenty-five points again. Steph's gotta get thirty plus. Clay's got to at least get 25, but Draymond at least, at least, at least get 18 points, 15 points maybe, 10 rebounds, 6 assists. If you at least do that, the Warriors will win tonight. That's all I'm saying. Just do that, and the Warriors will even up that series and then Game 5 will be on Monday, and I'll give you the recap for that on that show. But in my opinion, that's what it has to take for the Warriors to win this game. And even, just even win the series, like I said, from the start. And I'm going to keep repeating it until the end of this series. Which still has four games left, maybe. But the Warriors need three scores. At least three Solid scores of 20-plus points. And you need Draymond to give you a double-double every night in order for that to happen. Well, unfortunately, 
that's nah, not really working out for the Warriors. But, like I said, in order for the Warriors to do this, and I'm going to keep repeating it, I know I just said that three seconds ago, but in order for the Warriors to do this, they need everybody to step up. From Steph to Jordan Poole and Draymond Green and everybody in between. As far as Boston goes, they're just doing what they do. They're the top defensive team in the league. And quite frankly, they have slowed at least the big two down. The Splash Brothers down a little bit. I don't think it'll happen tonight. But so far in this series, Boston has done what they've wanted to do. So once again, NBA fans, I have the Warriors winning tonight. And then game five will be on Monday, so there is no other game. So until then, NBA fans, I'll see you guys Monday. With that said, let's switch to the NHL. Last night, Tampa Bay, yes, the defending champions, the two-time defending champions, have now taken a 3-2 series lead in the Eastern Conference final matchup with the New York Rangers. And once again... Am I going to blame Igor Shesterkin for losing? No, he has actually been the reason why the Rangers have at least stayed in this game. In fact, if you look at the last three games, just those alone. Remember, 3-2 in Game 3 for Tampa. So he only gave up three goals in Game 3. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, let me open up the app and kind of backtrack a little bit to see, just to remind myself... How many uh, Tampa scored in Game 4. And then you scored two two goals with Shesterkin in there. The third one last night was the empty netter. And empty netters don't count against a goalie's goal against. I don't believe they... Not officially. But let me go back to Game 4 very quickly. Yeah, four goals in Game 4. So really, Shesterkin has given up... Three in game three, four in game four, so that's seven and two. So he's only given up nine goals in three games. Yeah, that's not exact, you know, your GAA, your goals against average is at least three points. But it's not his fault. I mean, the Rangers, until yesterday, didn't have an even strength goal. Yeah, they hadn't had an even strength goal since I think game two, and that was broken with the early first goal of the game last night. Do I think the Rangers can win game four tomorrow? Or not game four, game six tomorrow? Uh, I had Tampa winning this series in seven, so that kind of selfishly means I have the Rangers winning tomorrow. But I do believe that Tampa just plays different at home. Uh, they're finally getting their legs back under them. Their talent is finally showing through. They have s figured out how to slow down the Rangers' defense. And they're getting into their cycle game, and Vasilevsky is doing what Vasilevsky does. Plus, if you look at his stats during closeout games, he's got at least five shutouts in his career in closeout scenarios. So, with that said, I'm going to go with Tampa in a closeout scenario, watch out for another shutout from Andre Vasilevsky. And watch it watch for it to be maybe, maybe 2-0. 
it'll be or it'll be one nothing late with let's say Andre Palat scoring the game winner again. Just like he did in game three. Watch. Just just saying. See, I don't have see the very few times I go into stats is only to say, hey, here's the retrospect as to why. But this show is more about the observation. It's based off of what I'm seeing. And what I'm seeing right now is Tampa is getting that momentum. And I do believe they're going to keep it. They play different at home. And I think the Rangers' fatigue is finally catching up to them. This is their, let's see in the playoffs, this is their 20th game in 38 days. So they're starting to war. They are wearing down. And remember, Game 7, if necessary, will be on Tuesday. But I don't think it'll... I thought so initially, and it looked like it after the Rangers got a 2-0 lead. But I'm going to go with the Lightning to wrap this up. It'll probably be a 2-0 score. And Vasilevsky's legend in closeout games will grow. And then by that time, hopefully... Well, it'll wrap it up and then... On Monday, I'll give you the Stanley Cup preview because then the schedule will be released by that point. So again, for my NHL fans, I have the Lightning wrapping up the series tomorrow, which then leaves four games for the Stanley Cup playoffs, and I'll see you guys Monday. Alrighty, one more game pick list I gotta go through, and then I'll do the NASCAR picks the USFL picks, and then based on the time I have left, I could actually throw in the picks for who will win the Super Regional in a college baseball as well, but let's go ahead to the baseball picks for the weekend. Remember, it is Friday here on the podcast, and for my baseball fans who do follow this show, uh, it is Friday, so six series to watch out for this weekend. going to go ahead and get through this right now. Yankees-Cubs, of course, series number one. More so because it's sentimental, I do think, uh, I mean, considering the scenario, I think the Yankees might lose one. I think they'll probably lose Saturday. But it'll be two out of three. The Yankees will win that series. That's series number one. Series number two, the, let's go all the way down, the Rays and the Twins, that's series number two. Series number three, the Mets and the Angels. The Angels, the Halo fans, you finally got the win last night. It took a three-run shot from Velasquez and a two-run shot from Otani for you to do so. And Otani, as a pitcher, actually proved my point, as I've said for years, either on this show or even before, even when I was in college, Otani needs... Oh, the Angels are more... The Angels benefit more if Otani is a pitcher, not a hitter. Now, yes, it helps that he can hit, too, and he's helped his cause, and he did last night, and it finally snapped. It got got the uh, losing streak to snap. But if you see his line, seven innings pitch. I think it was seven strikeouts, too. And only two hits and, two, and uh, one run. That is the Otani you should expect going forward. Not just be like, okay, it's cool, he can do both, and it's taxing on him. No, 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 no. If he's your ace, that's what you need to expect going forward. 
you know, that's all I'm asking for, Angel fans. You gotta expect more out of your superstars. Maybe you'll get to the playoffs a little bit more. But anyway, game series number three, Mets-Angels. Series number four, Dodgers-Giants. Series number five, the Padres and the Rockies. Wow, there are only... And series number six, the Red Sox and the Mariners. The Mariners, so much promise to begin the season, but Seattle does what Seattle does. They fall off once they get too many expectations on their shoulders. But once again, here are the six series to watch out for for this weekend. Giants, Dodgers, Red Sox, Mariners, Rockies, Padres, Mets, Angels, Twins, Rays. Let's see. One, two, three. So let's see. Giant, Dodgers, Giants. See, I lose count every once in a while, but... Dodgers, Giants, Red Sox, Mariners, Rockies, Padres, Mets, Angels, the Twins and the Rays, and the Yankees and the Cubs. Those are your six series to watch out for this weekend. So for all my baseball fans, get ready for Recap Monday because there's plenty of your sport to cover as well. Speaking of baseball, before I get to the USFL stuff, let's see how much time I have left. Okay, cool. Then I got plenty of time. Um, let me go ahead and dive into something I don't really cover much on this show. I only covered it once, and that was a couple days ago. But college baseball, the Super Regionals will be underway this weekend. I believe Belmont is too. So let me go ahead and jump those or put those into the mindset. Let's go ahead do Major League or... Uh, the Super Regionals first for college baseball. So in college baseball right now, they are into the Super Regional portion of the tournament. Notre Dame is beating Tennessee 5-0. I do think the Volunteers will win that series. So even if Notre Dame wins today, I think Tennessee will lose. Uh, Tennessee will win the next two. East Carolina beat Texas 13-7. I do think the Pirates will win that series. Oklahoma beat Virginia Tech 5-4. I'm going to go with the Hokies to win the series. And then the only other game and series that hasn't started yet is Louisville and Texas A&M. I'm going to go with the Cardinals to win that series and the game. As far as tomorrow, I'm going to see what other series hasn't started yet. Okay, so there's four more. I'm going to take North Car for Saturday's college baseball games. I'm taking North Carolina over Arkansas to win the series and the game. Virginia Tech to win game two, and East Carolina to wrap up the series with Texas. Tennessee to tie up the series with Notre Dame. Louisville to wrap up the series with Texas A&M. Southern Miss over Ole Miss, so I'll go with the Golden Eagles to beat Ole Miss in the Super Regional of that. I'll go with Oregon State over Auburn to win the Super Regional in Corvallis. And I'll go with Stanford over UConn. No, it is not women's basketball. It is college baseball. I'm going to go with the Cardinal to wrap up the Super Regional up there in Palo Alto. So those are your picks there for college baseball. Let's go ahead and see if Belmont is this weekend. And then I'll wrap it up with the USFL. 
swear I had it up here. Okay, let me jump it down, jump it down, jump it down. Let's see what the line is. All right. For the Belmont, which is this weekend, I've gone with Happy Jack and Epicenter, so I'm over two in the Triple Crown parts this season. So... I got nothing left to lose. Let's look at the horses for this weekend's race in Belmont. For the Belmont, uh, we the people, Skippy Longstocking, no. Nest, no. Rich Strike does make his return. The Kentucky Derby winner makes his return. He didn't go for the triple. He didn't go for the Preakness because the owner was saying it's too much of a turnaround for a horse. But I'm going to go, let's see, Ridge Strike, you got Creative Minister, no. McDangle, no. Golden Gilder, no. Also, oh, and uh, Barber Road. I'm going to go with Ridge Strike to win it. He'll go two for three in the, uh, he'll go two for three in the Triple Crown races. We still won't have a Triple Crown winner, but I'm going to go with Ridge Strike and hopefully I'll get one right. Then I'll wrap up the USFL and NASCAR picks, and then it is done. Let's go ahead, do the USFL stuff quickly. I'm just looking at the clock here, so that's why my face is a little scrunched up if you're watching on Rumble. But... Let's get the picks for this weekend. I've got New Jersey over Michigan, Birmingham over Houston, New Orleans over Tampa, and Philly over Pittsburgh. So again, for my USFL fans, I'm taking Philly over Pittsburgh, New Orleans over Tampa, Birmingham over Houston, and New Jersey over Michigan. Those are your winners in the USFL for this weekend. With that said, let's jump to the final pick. Sorry, NASCAR fans, but look at it this way. I saved you the best for last. Uh, NASCAR will make its trip up to Northern California this time around at Sonoma Raceway. And as far as the pick goes for the 16th race of the year, I'm going to go with the, the modern-day king of the road courses. I'm going to go with Chase Elliott to get his second win of the season. And hopefully it'll give me the third win in 16 races. So I'll go with Chase Elliott as the main pick if he does wreck or crash out, although it's hard to do at a road course. But if he does, the backup choice will be... I'll go with Kyle Larson. Why not? It's always a safe pick. I know he hasn't... He wasn't as dumb. He's not as dominant this year as he was a year ago, but I'll go with Kyle Larson as a backup choice. But the main choice for this show, I'm going to go with the modern day king, Chase Elliott. He will tie himself with Tony Stewart for the most road course race wins of all time. And yeah, he'll tie uh, Tony for the second most in all time. Sorry, first is Jeff Gordon, second most is Tony Stewart. If Chase Elliott wins, it'll tie him with Tony Stewart for the second most all-time road course wins in NASCAR history. I do think Chase Elliott will do it, and it'll give me 3-4-16 as far as the pick goes. Alrighty, guys, with that said, thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I have been your host, Austin Gerke. 
Don't forget, you can listen to the show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Apple, Google, if you know the trick. Dreezer, Apple, if you know the trick. Google, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, SoundCloud, Samsung Music Podcasts. Uh, I think I've gone through all the audio platforms, but this show is on those audio platforms. Apple, there is a trick. I just keep forgetting to put the trick into the uh, episode descriptions for all of you. But there is a trick to get it on Apple. But otherwise, it's everywhere else you listen to podcasts. If you want to watch this show, go on Rumble. Search for my username, ADGerke. That is A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E. Again, that's A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E. Again, one more time. That is A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E on Rumble. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have all 384 episodes of this lovely podcast. To connect with this show on social media, you can either do it on Facebook, just search for The Austin's Audit Podcast, or you can follow me directly on Instagram at AustiSpamonti, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I on Instagram, and you can also search for the, if you do follow me on Instagram, you can also, if you don't want to do that, you can also follow the show's hashtag, which is hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast. Again, that's hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast on Instagram. If you want to interact with me post episode interaction, you know, for stuff I can't get on air anymore. I used to do this show a lot longer, but due to my camera, I got to make it under 30 minutes. But for if you want to have post episode interaction, you can follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Gerke. Again, that's at Austin underscore Gerke on Twitter for post-episode interaction. With that, have a great, safe, and happy weekend. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out, and I'll see you guys Monday.